Hey, it's Darcy. Hey, Darcy. It's Rainy. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, wait, I can't hear you. Wait, let me, let me try. Can you hear me now? This episode is a little more lighthearted in the way that it's not a meticulous excavation, both of emotional challenges from the past and the way feminist issues permeate the complex strands of our interpersonal relationships. Cute. If you're here for our hard-hitting journalistic exposés, keep scrolling. Our Pulitzer Prize content is in the pipeline. We'll be back with more timely content about our personal developments and a culture catch-up next week. Spoiler, Darcy gets roasted by her grandma and takes it... Not well. For today, we took a dive into the Doing It Wrong archives, of which there are many, and rose to the surface with a collection of conversations where we shoot the shit. One of life's greatest pleasures. How did Darcy leverage her racket sport venture to get in correspondence with outdoor voices? Why don't we always like being left alone with our thoughts when we run and beyond? Who is the hottest late night talk show host and why? And why the fuck does Jimmy Fallon act like that? This is not Lohanthony's video of the week. Although we wish it was. This is an auditory kickback, so open your ears if you call yourself Vintage Obsessed. Welcome to episode two of our summer series, Abbreviation Fiends. This is Sporty Spice. You're so original. You kind of blew my mind. I can't run without music. How do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a different, my phone dies sometimes and then I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. Yeah. So what do you think about when you do you get in like a mental rhythm? Yeah, I feel like it's like meditation. I think it's meditating. It's running. It's like, it's just like, I think you revert back to like the like stem of your brain or whatever, like the back of your brain and the frontal mm-hmm. lobe kind of is just like. Turns you, off. Yeah, suddenly. like the blood doesn't need to go there or something. So it doesn't. I don't know. But I think it just Your like, frontal lobe, that's where like. Um, all the decision and complex things. Right. Is. Rational. Just, okay. Yeah. It's just like you're like primitive. Primal, emotional. Yeah. And I think it's like really helpful. Like I make a lot of decisions when I run. And the decisions that I make when I run are like very sound when I stop running. Because I think it's just like this is like the crux. Like this is like the kernel of what I'm feeling. Mm. And like that's what's important. And that's what I can like kind of understand through running. I'm inspired. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I have an issue turning off my brain. Yeah. And I think running actually forces you to do that mm-hmm. if you run long enough. But getting to that point is hard for me because mm-hmm. because my brain is so anxious and like thinking about like a billion things. Mm-hmm. I use music as a distraction. And then like if I don't have music, I'm like, oh, I actually just have to think about the things. Like what kind of things like kind of scare you? I think just like amounting to nothing. Mm-hmm. and just like actually never finding success mm-hmm. and like saying i'm gonna do a bunch of shit and then never doing it <laughs> just like actually being eaten alive by like my procrastination habit i don't know what is yeah. it for you um yeah i think it's like bad memories that kind of haunt me like mm-hmm. sometimes i'll think of like toxic ex-boyfriend and i'll be like i like need to get out i, I don't want to think about that I, like, I'll think about when I got really sick in sixth grade or in sophomore year of college, and it'll, like, really scare me. And, like, I, like, don't know how to get rid of the thoughts, kind of. So you think so, about the past, and I think about the future. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, I'm so worried. Yeah, I'm so worried about, like, not reaching potential mm-hmm. or, like, thinking that I 
having like gaslit myself for my entire life thinking that I am like capable of all this stuff and then just like actually not having any like talent or skill to do it yeah (laughs) yeah um well I mean I think it's like scary like and like we were talking about in like the first episode of like there's I mean like there's so much build-up and now we're here and it's like how what are you actually gonna do at 22 years old and like it's actually like super hard to like who who's done something great at 22 like I think music artists are like the exception like Lord was yeah. like 16 or whatever I don't know why Forbes 30 under 30 man yeah that shit haunts me <laughs> that shit haunts me or but like sometimes I'll go for a run and I'll be like I think about I literally build myself up mm-hmm. yeah you know and I'll be like think I'll be like super anxious before and then I'll get in this pattern of thinking where I'm like yes you rock at this and like I don't know if that something chemically is going on there yeah or if if it's like running in the morning versus at night or like yeah do you have times where you're like you're running and you're like I'm actually the shit yeah that's like the best runs you like start to go faster because you're like wow like I rock why is nobody dating me (laughs) (laughs) they're missing out (laughs) but yeah yeah those are like more fun Right. Well, I feel like it's, like, how do you, as out, out out of school, how do you participate in sports? Like, my older sister, who is, I think, 25, probably. <laughs> but she... Don't know her age. <laughs> she's too... Yeah. She joined, like, a, a kickball league. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. she was, like... Dude, people do that. Yeah. My mom was, like, oh, um, this kid is dating someone who's in his, like, rec soccer league. And I was, like... I don't have that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, dang, I need to go meet someone at rec soccer. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I need to go fuck it up at the um, badminton club. I need to join like, I like, I honestly have these dreams of like joining a badminton club, an actual like place where you, but it's, it's all going to be like old men. No, actually I know somebody who met her boyfriend at a badminton club. Oh, was it me? No. (laughs) um and you started you did start a badminton club though right this would be like you have a you have a pretty substantial prerequisite yeah 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 so my senior year of college was like badminton's like probably the most fun thing ever yeah racket sports are are underrated racket sports yeah but then my senior year my friend and i i just like was really passionate about like thinking about brand building for a while oh so this was about building the brand it wasn't about the sport no, fully was about the sport, but I was like, oh, how can I, how can I brand this? How can I market yeah. this to a community of people and get them to buy into my product? Oh my gosh. So what, <laughs> what strategies did you use? <laughs> well, it starts in mood boarding, darling. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I was like, okay, this badminton, I'm going to do Wesleyan Recreational Badminton Club. I became like totally obsessed with Outdoor Voices, Ty oh, Haney. Did you get sponsored? Imagine. Um, I, I, dude, I came this close. What? Like, That's I, I reached enough. out to them and was like, you guys say, or t- I, the, the the CEO had said in one interview, she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, all these college athletes are sponsored by, like, Nike and Adidas. Yeah. Like, we would love to sponsor, like, recreational college teams. Oh, my gosh. And then I definitely <laughs> emailed and reached out and, like, explained the concept. And they're like, this sounds great. Like, let's be in touch later. They just put Whoa. it off. Let's be in touch later this fall or like yeah. this coming fall. That's impressive though. You got a response. Her name was like Summer. Okay. It was like, <laughs> it was like Summer yeah, okay. and she was like, yeah, like a marketing intern. And I was like, 
Oh, it was an intern. May I speak with a higher up? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I am? A boy is like <laughs> the captain of my entire life. May I speak with a higher up? Um, do you know who I am? I was on Disney Channel that one time on that one show that one time, so I'm pretty much a big deal. Do you remember that YouTuber? <laughs> no, that was a Vine star, right? Yeah, I th- well, he, he then oh. got on Vine after B, after B starting his career oh, on YouTube. Oh, was it Lohanthony? Lohanthony's video of the week. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Lohanthony. It was, it was Niga Higa. Oh Niga Higa. my gosh. I miss him. So, so much. much. Mm. Oh, nice guys finish last. That song. <laughs> <laughs> I probably uh, watched that on repeat like 8,000 times. Okay, that song is a banger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys finish last. That's why well, I, I treat, treat you like trash. It's not no, how I, I really want, want things to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, what was one of the better lines? It was, it was like, like, and I'm going to beat you. <laughs> In every competition, going out yeah. with the girls, you better get my permission. And it was like, if you get cold, you'll just have to hack it, because I'd be cold too if I gave you my jacket. <laughs> it's like, actually, that's lyrical genius. I don't know how that didn't wasn't nominated for every single Emmy, <laughs> Grammy, Oscar, Grammy. Tony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss him. I really, I wonder what he's doing now. Yeah, we could easily look that up, but yeah. we'll do it later. Okay um wait, wait wait okay so rewind oh yeah yeah so <laughs> your, marketing scratch. <laughs> your marketing strategy for for, for wesley recreational bat yeah, yeah so that's why i originally learned illustrator so i was like oh let me design a logo for this bitch yeah wrbc wesley and recreational badminton oh, club yeah kind of catchy right mm-hmm. thank you that sounds like a radio station <laughs> right <Yeah>. wrbc <laughs> yes i think it probably is <laughs> it's like washington yeah. river yeah. wrbc 90 i like how you use river instead of the, the radio potential <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry washington radio yeah washington right. river <laughs> broadcasting <laughs> um yeah george washington river <laughs> broadcasting so <laughs> But it actually did start with, like, mood boarding, and I was, like, and that's why I think, yeah, I was, like, hey, do I just want to, like, make a fashion brand? Is that what I want to do? Um, <laughs> wait, do Wait, I- is it fashion or is it a badminton club? I don't... <laughs> but that's the thing. It was actually both, because I was, like, but I designed a pair. I took the logo, and then I put it, I slapped it on a little... What? Do you call that shirt? shirt? Yeah, dude. I did do. you sell them? No, I just got them for me and my co-founder. <laughs> i did that too um so for like, my short film that i made we made shirts we made t-shirts and on custom my, my on custom ink yeah on custom ink it's super expensive um <laughs> so outrageous this is like an anti-ad for custom yeah. ink <laughs> just like there's no reason for it to be that expensive in my they know that opinion. so many people need custom t-shirts though. yeah so we made two matching yellow shirts took a picture of them put it on instagram and then, <laughs> as um, one does, yeah, plugged that hard. And then, um, and then we, his grandpa needed one. So then we did another order off at Custom Inc. Also checked in with our crew and everybody was like, I want one. I'll buy one. It's so fire. we, it's yeah. So we did, got you ma- did you make 20 years? Did you, did you monetize that? Did you make no, we didn't monetize. Well, I, I think I lost money probably because, but, um. <laughs> 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 okay, I actually um, have no business skills. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't go to school for that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I didn't lose that. I didn't just like it. Was, yeah, I did get some money from it. But just, <laughs> I didn't make a net. I didn't make net money, but like I, I made bro- some. <laughs> you didn't profit. You broke even. Yeah. Well, I don't even think we broke even. <laughs> okay, so you lost money. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wait. So did you lose or make money? I lost money. Because <laughs> we kind of wanted them to wear it for our brand. Like yeah. We were like, this is a brand that, strategy. That's the thing. Yeah, it's a brand. Also, strategy. we did have a we did have a small budget, so I spent. That was the first two shirts. Yeah, it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I ended up designing another an, another um, logo for my house, which I wanted to brand also. <laughs> <laughs> A you lot of your house. How many people were in it? Four. Okay. Thirty-five fountain. What was what was like the three five the image? Night. What was the branding? Our group chat was Il Costello, which is because my best friend she's um, of Italian heritage, and so <laughs> Costello means um, castle. And our house was like notoriously the, the smallest on our street. Did you have a dishwasher? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no. We washed everything by hand, and it was actually like a point of contention because like. Oh, it always is a point of contention. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that. Like, dishwasher is actually an emotional tool. It's not even. <laughs> it's not even for dishes. It's for like not arguing. Like, who's unloading this? You know. Yeah. Let's unload the dishwasher. Let's unload. <laughs> Let's unload some other things too. You know. <laughs> While we're at it, yeah. So okay, but just back to the branding of WRBC. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I learned Illustrator mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and then our our sort of, like, philosophy was, like, we pr- we were promoting social cohesion because there was a div- this divide between athletes and non-athletes. We were like, oh, so we're promoting social cohesion mm-hmm. through the joy of recreational sports. And now, your pop culture briefing. Week two. I was watching Jimmy Fallon and what he's putting out onto the internet these days, mm-hmm. and it's just like... First of all, Jimmy Fallon is, like, this really interesting character. Couldn't keep a straight face on SNL. And, like, just would, like, laugh. Also, he's just, like, really awkward. He's charmingly awkward. Yeah. But really awkward when he um, interacts with people in this way that's, like, so endearing and, like, funny. But it's just, like, it has been to the fact that, like, if any woman acted like that or acted in the way that he yes. did, just sort of like... You know how he does that all the time? He's like... Oh, yeah, like I mean? derpy, like tripping yeah. over his words, kind of like nerdy all over the place, disheveled type thing. Yeah. Would they have a Mm-mm. spot on late night TV? <laughs> no. One of the most successful late night shows on TV ever. Ab- if you think about like female successful talk show hosts, it's like Ellen, who's like super mellow and put together. Right. Like... And, like, super fam-friendly. Right. And it's not like she's late night. It's yeah. like she's, like, the daytime. Yeah. Or anything she- about, like, Oprah. Absolute goddess. Nobody compares to her. Super well-spoken. Right. Or, but, like, like, the sophistication. The intellect. Yeah. This, the, like, the glamour. Has she ever stuttered over her words? I don't think so. No. Yeah. She's like, she's, like, a fucking journalist. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon's, like, a fucking... He's, like, you're... He's, like... Your derpy neighbor who like <laughs> asked for pasta on a Wednesday night. He's like, do, do, I do have pasta. I just don't have any food tonight. <laughs> you're like, Jimmy, this is the third time this month that you've done this. Like, that's how I feel about Jimmy Fallon. I love him. I like bonafide love that dude. And honestly, 
a lot of it is probably an act because like I don't know how far you can get without I'm like he does it really well mm-hmm. and I'm sure like behind the scenes he has to kind of like be like more on his shit and like so I like fully not. believe that Jimmy Fallon is like I bet he's really serious I bet he's like really like and on his shit and like yeah you know who I actually biggest celebrity crush and also <laughs> like Fibula from TikTok because that's <laughs> <laughs> so close I would actually if if this man like to my grave would run away with and make so many children with Seth Meyers wow that's surprising really yeah, I have never... I'm so into him. Okay. I'm so into him. Why? <laughs> so many reasons. I feel like, um, well, first of all, he's an amazing writer. And yeah. he, like, did Weekend Update. I'm, like, of all the SNL people, I feel like I would, like, fall in love with, the, like, the Weekend Update person. Because they're newsy and they're smart, but they can also be funny. Right, 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 they're, like, right, right. put together, but they're not just, like, outrageous and absurd. And there's, like, this level of of intellect that uh-huh. comes along with it <laughs> and um apparently he's like one of the most amazing snl writers ever and the f- when someone is able to make to write first of all just like being able to write great jokes about politics especially right now is just like a huge turn on to me <laughs> i know that might be niche but um like i'm just like and he just seems like a really good dad and he has like he's like liberal and do you think he's physically attractive yeah i do mm. I actually if do. i were to choose one talk he's like daddy host. energy Ooh, ooh, you know who's really hot john stewart well he's if like he he's full he's full away. gray fox daddy yeah damn mm. john stewart but if you ran on to if you ran into him on the street you'd be like and he wasn't, oh, he, wasn't he wasn't John famous. Stewart? No, it's his personality. Yeah. His personality is, like, actually the best personality I've ever met in my life. He's like... <laughs> when I've met him. <laughs> I've never met him, but he's I have the an extensive relationship with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he... Because he's, like, so funny, but also warm, but also, like, yeah, like, super liberal and an activist. Although a lot of people were blaming him for Trump's victory. Because he had such a big voice and he just, like, gave Trump a huge platform. That's interesting. Which I'm like, not gonna blame him. Like, I get the argument, but also, like, I'm a blame Roger Stone and Trump supporters. Not my living king, Jon Stewart. Mmm, The Daily Show. Where is Ryan Higa, aka Niga Higa, now? I looked it up, and apparently he has a YouTube show called Off the Pill, where he's interviewed famous YouTube and K-pop stars, as well as presidential candidate Andrew Yang. The first recommended video was called My Midlife Crisis. He apologizes for not putting out content in a while and explains that he's had a bad year. He broke up with his girlfriend and then goes into how old he feels at the age of 30. A midlife crisis and heartbreak? I feel you, Nigahiga. He reminisces about his dream at 20 to have a toilet and a glass box in a giant aquarium so he could sit on the toilet and watch the fish on all four sides. All around, I really related with Nigahiga in the way that I've always have. Some things never change. My deep-seated fear of amounting to nothing and being consumed by my bad habits remains. But running is about mental toughness, discipline, and perseverance of self. Ugh, you knew this was coming. It's a lot like life. 
My running routine could also use an infusion of bonafide optimism, which as a concept is honestly hugely underrated. A racket sport apparel line might still be in the works, folks, but all bets are off at this point. And no, Jimmy Fallon, you can't have this pasta. Sporty Spice, signing off. Doing It Wrong is made by Darcy Newrider and Rainy Toll. Our executive producers are Toll, Rainy and Newrider, Darcy. Our technical directors are Rain Woman, Not Rain Man, Toll, and Darcy Hagendas Nucleotide. Our sound engineers are Taney Roll and Narcy Dewrider. Love them. Special thanks to our writers, Dars, New at Writing, New Writer, and Rainey has written some essays before Toll. And our editors, D. Newwriter at KentDenver.org and Rainey Toll at ScienceandTech.org, who have put in many hours into this production. We source our contemporary philosophy from Darcy De Sorrento Nucleotide and Rainito, descendant of the Toll family that owns Toll and Toll. Our intern is May Toll. And we receive begrudged, second-rate freelance creative consulting from Luke Newrider. Our custodians are Rain Dog, Let's Get Through This Fog, and D New New 22 This Is Not About You. Please reach out to our large team if you're interested in contributing or being a guest on our show. Every inquiry must begin with the whom's it may concern or it won't be processed. Our outreach managers and also our contact emails are DarcyNewrider at gmail.com and RainyToll at hotmail.com. Our cover art is by Maddie Haynes. Check her out at MaddieHaynes.com. Peace and blessings. Please check our next episode and text your friend this episode link right now.